Hey friend, today we're talking about rest from a physical but also from a spiritual perspective and I'm going to leave you with three top tips of how you can incorporate more rest into your daily routine. So go grab a pen and paper, get comfy and use this time to take a break, pop your earbuds in and grab a cup of tea and let's get started. Okay, so we are talking rest today. And this word rest is so important. It's one of the reasons why I have named this podcast Rest, Fuel, Move. And over the next episode, we're going to be digging into each of these words and why I think they're so crucial for you when it comes to your health, your hormone balancing. And ultimately, if you are on a weight loss journey, I think if you can nail these three things and focus on those three things, you are gonna have success. You're gonna feel energized. You are ultimately going to lose weight if that is what your goal is. But really it's about showing up and being the best version of you for yourself, but also for those people that you love around you. So we're going to talk about rest from two perspectives. We're going to be talking about rest from the spiritual, but also from the physical perspective. And I'm going to start off with the spiritual perspective, because rest is a word that does pop up in the Bible quite a lot. And from a Christian perspective, when we're talking about rest, I always think about rest in the sense of resting with God. And Rest is really important. It, as I mentioned earlier, it pops up in the Bible in so many different ways, in different phrases, in different scriptures. And it's really important. Rest is really important for your spiritual walk. It's important to rest. And as I was having a conversation with a fellow podcaster on her podcast the other day, we were talking about the importance of rest when it comes to hormone balancing. And I kind of joke, but very much tongue in cheek that, you know, God rested. And we live in this world, in this culture of this sort of hustle 24 seven. And we're scrolling through social media and we're seeing all these images of people doing this and people doing that. And we use this word busy as like a badge of honor, but actually really having this sense of, oh, I've always got to be busy. I've always got to be doing something can actually be hugely detrimental to your physical and also your mental well-being. So that's why I want to approach this idea of rest from a spiritual perspective, first of all, because it's about our mind and it's about in our mind being okay with resting. And I think for us as women, that is particularly challenging because not only do we have ourselves to think about, you might have a husband, you might have children, and our role is very much looking after other people, which is hugely time consuming, making sure that everybody else's needs are met. And you probably are likely to have some kind of job or maybe you work for yourself to earn some money. So you're kind of like pushed and pulled in so many different directions. And as a mother, like finding rest and finding like a sense of peace is really, really challenging. And I don't know about you, but I spend an awful lot of my time like feeling massively overstimulated. Now, yesterday, um, I took my daughter to a kid's birthday party and she was super excited. She was really, really looking forward to it. And we went to the party and we were there for a couple of hours and it was lovely. It was a really great experience for her. But by the end of it, I just felt so tired because 
the mental, the emotional stimulation and the like, let's just be like, call a spade a spade, like kids parties are exhausting. (laughs) I came away from there with a huge headache, feeling so tired and just kind of like wanting to go like lie down in a darkened room. And I know that I'm not alone when I say that. And I think for us as women, like the people at that party, the parents that were at that party, most of them were the mums of the kids. And dad was at home like mowing the lawn or, you know, like going and watching football and that sort of thing. And I know that I'm wildly gender stereotyping with that here, but, you know, that tends to be the case. So when we do have a break from work on like a Saturday or you know, we haven't got to go and do like a school run or something. Nine times out of 10, we're taking our kids to some kind of activity. Maybe they're doing sports. Maybe they've got a birthday party to go. And then all of the mental like load that comes with those kind of things. So Saturday morning in our house looks like me taking my daughter to dancing lessons. So she does ballet and tap. So I have to think about like what she needs, her clothes, her tap shoes, making sure that her um, ballet costume is all like cleaned and put in her bag and then you organise the snacks and then you've got to get them ready to get out the door and to get there. And it's just like, it's quite full on, isn't it? Like that is quite full on. And then we went from the dancing lessons to the birthday party. So with the birthday party comes the, you know, making sure that we've got a present for this person, making sure we've got a card, finding exactly where the birthday party is, managing your child's emotions as well, (laughs) these kind of events, because they can be hugely overwhelming for small people. So it's no wonder for you as a mother, as a parent, as a woman in this crazy world that we live in, like rest seems like this kind of thing that just feels so impossible to achieve. But this is why I think it's important. We need to go back and look at what the Bible actually says about rest and how important rest is. Because it's what is gonna help us to show up in those moments. Like when our kid is having some kind of emotional breakdown because they haven't got the right balloon at a party or something like that, like you can be that emotional support for them. If you have taken care of your own rest, you feel a sense of peace, you feel like you are okay, then you're gonna be there and you're gonna be able to show up for them. So one of the quotes that I really, one of the scriptures I really, really like around rest is from Hebrews 4, verse 9 to 11. And it says, there remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their work, just as God did from his. Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. So (laughs) there's three verses in Hebrews 4 saying to you, then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. And anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their work, just as God did from his. And this is what I always come back to in those moments where I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I'm so busy, I've got to do all of these things. I come back to that scripture and I think God is actually really telling us that we should be resting 
and God rested. And quite frankly, if God thinks that rest is important, then I should definitely be listening to what he says and taking some rest. Now, I also really like the verse in Matthew 11, verse 28, where it says, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. So Jesus is saying, like, come to me, give me your burdens, give me your stress, and I will give you rest. And that's why it's so important to consider rest from a spiritual perspective as well as a physical perspective. Because rest for you in your faith, in your relationship with God, doesn't necessarily mean like sitting on the sofa and doing nothing. Like mental peace and mental rest with God could actually be you going on a walk and listening to some worship music. You need to figure out what that spiritual rest looks like. It could be actually honoring the Sabbath which might be a challenge because there's always stuff to do, but maybe you could honor like half a day at the weekend where you just come together as a family and you spend time together. No distractions, no phones, no TV. Like one of the things that we really like to do in our household, just to kind of come together at the weekend and just have a bit of rest and a bit of downtime is we call it a pickup truck picnic. So we live on a farm, my other half Tim is a farmer and what we do maybe like on a Saturday afternoon or on a Sunday evening is we will kind of make like a bit of a picnic, we'll put our dogs in the back of our pickup truck, we'll take our picnic and we'll drive up to like a high point on the farm and we let the dogs out into the field and we sit on the back of the drop down bit of the truck on the back of the truck and we sit there and we eat our food and it's just a really lovely beautiful moment like obviously in the summer when the when the weather's nice just to kind of look across and see the countryside and feel the sun and we're not there for long it's like half an hour 45 minutes but it just really kind of gives us a bit of peace and for us as a family that's that's our rest that's our sort of like sabbath and And maybe for you and your family, there might be something similar that you do that is that moment of rest, resting with God. Maybe a rest with your with your Bible in the morning, like sitting down with your cup of coffee and just having like five to ten minutes with your Bible praying. Like maybe that's your rest each day, your spiritual rest. And I really challenge you to think about what does rest look like for you? Because we are as Christians being told that we should rest and that God is encouraging us to rest and to rest in him. So pause this podcast just for a moment and have a think about what does that look like for you? What does resting in God look like for you? What do you feel when you are being told in the scriptures to rest what does that rest look like for you? What does that rest look like for your family? And I challenge you just to pause the podcast and just think about that and pray on that for a moment. Okay, so that's spiritual rest. And I think mindset when it comes to rest is so important because we need to get away from this idea of being busy. We need to move away from the idea of feeling like we've got to be on the go or go and in this kind of hustle culture 24-7. And if you can sort of accept in yourself 
and understand the importance of rest, that's when the actual physical rest becomes easier. Because if you're anything like me, like you're maybe always thinking, oh, I need to be doing this and I need to be doing that. And oh, there's this real element of guilt that comes from slowing down and resting and we need to step away from that and that's why I was talking about the spiritual perspective of rest first because I think if we can kind of come to terms with that then the physical aspect of rest becomes a lot easier because there isn't that guilt associated. Now for those of you listening to me you're probably here because you are struggling with hormones, maybe you're perimenopausal like I am (laughs) and you're tired, you're lacking energy, maybe you want to lose some weight. I know that so many of you resonate with the episodes that I talk about when it comes to weight loss. So If weight loss and a healthy life and hormone balancing is one of your goals, you must not skip the rest. And the science behind it is is quite straightforward ultimately. Like if your body is constantly in this sort of like fight or flight mode and you're stressed out because you're not sleeping, you're not resting, you're trying to squeeze way too much into your day, your body's constantly on this sort of like nervous edge and it's going to be pumping a lot of stress hormones through your body like cortisol and if you've been around here a little while you've probably caught my episode about weight loss and cortisol but the the shortened version of that story is that if your body is in a stress response it's not going to lose weight and it's actually going to hold on to fat because it thinks it's in some sort of like famine, you're being chased by some kind of saber-toothed tiger or something, it's not going to support your metabolism. It's actually going to have the opposite effect. So this is why if you are thinking about health and you're thinking about weight loss, you have got to incorporate rest into your routine. If you are somebody who is pushing hard in the gym, you can't physically push your body to do the same high intensity interval training workout every single day because you have got to give yourself time to recover and to rest from those workouts and I'm talking about this as somebody who knows like the amount of times that I've pushed myself way too hard and tried to do way too many things and your body just kind of kicks back at you and says "Mm, right that's enough now and you kind of crash And if you are struggling with your hormones and your hormones are out of balance and you're tired and you lack energy, rest is so important. So when it comes to rest, I think there's three things that you really need to focus on. Number one, and I I could talk about this till the cows come home, is making sure that you are getting enough sleep and prioritizing your sleep. And that might mean that you are a proper baby grandma like I am and you go to bed super early to make sure that you get enough sleep. Now at the moment we have a 10 week old puppy and she's lovely and she's gorgeous and she's beautiful but we are having to get up in the night with her to make sure that she's going out to the toilet. So that means that we are more tired and what I have had to do is to like change my routine slightly so that I'm going to bed a bit earlier to make sure that I'm getting the rest that my body needs and getting the sleep that my body needs because I'm getting up in the night to let the puppy out so that she can go to the toilet. 
And I, Tim and I, we did exactly the same thing when Covey was a baby. We prioritized sleep over everything. So I, I made sure that I was going to bed and going to sleep as much as I could. It meant sometimes like I was going to bed at like half past seven and Tim was staying up looking after Chloe and making sure that she was okay and doing some bottle feeds with her and then I would get up in the night and do some more feeds and things with her as well and this is so important like sleep my friend you know this stuff you know that sleep is important if you've got kids that sleep through the night like yay (laughs) it's amazing isn't it you know what that was like when your babies started sleeping through the night you just feel like a different person and this is why as a as an adult as well it's so important that we don't forget our own needs when it comes to sleep you know you've probably done so many routines with your kids making sure that they get a good night's sleep and they have a bedtime routine so sleep really is important for you you need to work out what it is that you need when it comes to sleep and you've got to prioritize that and that's probably going to look like you turning the tv off sooner and not watching stuff on netflix and not scrolling through your phone on social and scrolling social media and you know like having no screens for an hour before you go to sleep like you know this stuff but what I really encourage you to do is to figure out what it is in your routine that works for you and do it I know it's so easy for me to sit here and honestly I get it I really do like when it comes to sort of like half past eight and I'm like oh I really want to finish watching this tv program but I know that I need to go to bed and go to sleep because I've got to get up in the early hours of the morning to let the puppy out right now I don't want to do that I want to watch the telly but you've got to think about and you know pull out that motivation and that discipline, discipline's the word, isn't it? You've got to get that discipline to know that that behavior is not going to serve you, it's not going to support you, and you're going to feel really bad the next day. Now, I know getting to sleep can be challenging. One of the biggest pieces of advice I can give you when it comes to sleep is building a really good bedtime routine in exactly the same way that you did for your children. You need to have the same kind of routine for yourself. I don't want, don't know what that looks like for you, but there's a few things that I think that you can do. I really like to have some kind of like warm shower, warm bath. It kind of helps my body to sort of wind down for the day and it kind of sort of cues in this idea of like, right, okay, now it's time to go to sleep. Where we are in the UK in the summer now, it's really light until kind of like 10, half past 10. So I'm using a sleep mask. And then one of the other things that I really, really like to use of an evening is a scent to help my body to kind of associate that smell with going to sleep. And there's an awful lot of science behind like essential oils and how they can help you to wind down and go to sleep. And one of my favorite products, which I will link in the show notes for you, is this thing called So Sleepy Pillow Mist. And it's a spray bottle and it's got some essential oils in it. And it's the oils of like wild lavender, frankincense and chamomile. And you just sort of spray a bit on your pillow And when you put your head on the pillow and you're just about to sort, you know, you're lying there and maybe like your whole to-do list is running through your head, 
that I always find just really helps me just to kind of calm down and de-stress and for me it's an absolute winner because it really does help me to fall asleep. The The smells, the scents, it just sort of feels really relaxing. And you know, when you've got that on like really fresh, clean sheets that have been hanging out to dry in the sunshine, oh my gosh, it's like the best feeling, isn't it? So those are my kind of top tips is to make sure you've got a good bedtime routine. Use a sleep mask if it's light like it is here and grab some sleep spray. The link of that is in the show notes. It's gorgeous. It smells amazing. One of my absolute must-haves when it comes to getting a better night's sleep. Okay, so that was number one, is are you getting enough sleep? Number two is about taking breaks. Now, if you have a job, my question to you is, are you taking some breaks throughout the day? If you have an office-based job or a desk-based job and you are sitting for long periods of time, it's really important that you get up and move around. Now, any of you that have those like smart watches, you probably get like these reminders every so often to get up and move. And it's a really good idea if you can just to stand up, move around like for five minutes every hour and just giving yourself like a bit of a screen break where you're not looking at the screen, you're looking like at the room or you actually physically get up from your desk and maybe move around a little bit, do a little bit of stretching just to sort of give yourself a little bit of break from work. Now tip number three link to rest is the idea that you don't have to do it all yourself and you need to get the people around you to help you and support you so that you don't have this like mammoth long to-do list of jobs and work and all of the things around the house but actually the people around you are helping you and sharing the load and the burden with you particularly your husband I, I really think it's important to like get a better balance between what goes on in the home with men and women because there still really are some very clear gender stereotypes but the reality is that women like me and you are working a job and also taking on the majority of the work still in the home so basically feels like you have two jobs as well as all the mental load that you have when it comes to looking after your children you're managing the mental load of what goes in in the home so ask for help and my biggest tip around this is actually to build in routines with your husband your older children if you have them so that they have their own responsibility they have their own set tasks that they know that they've got to do at a certain time of day so that you're not doing it all And a prime example of that could be like what goes on in our house. So in our mornings, things look really, really similar. I get up, I work out, I take my dogs out. And in that time in the morning before Tim goes to work, he's actually taking responsibility for Chloe for helping her to get dressed and making sure that she's got breakfast. Because not only does that give him some time with her, but it also helps her to see that it's not just mummy that is like meeting her needs like daddy can do these things too and it took a bit of like working out between myself and Tim and you know having these kind of conversations but we've really sort of got to a point particularly in the mornings where things flow really well he knows what he needs to get done 
I know what I need to get done and it's quite a smooth sort of process and having like some kind of routine or system like that in the morning so that everybody knows what is expected of them young children getting themselves up getting themselves dressed like that's one of Chloe's jobs she knows that she before she comes downstairs she's got to be what we call breakfast ready so she has to be dressed in her school uniform or her clothes for the weekend before she can even think about like you know sitting down and having some breakfast and then we have other routines around like making sure that she's done some reading making sure that she's doing like bits of homework or that kind of thing before she then even thinks about maybe watching something on the tv getting that help building those kind of routines and having everybody take ownership of something in the home and around you is really going to help you to then free up some time in your day for some rest. Now, each of those tips are pretty chunky things. Like, first of all, I'm saying to you, are you getting enough sleep? And there's so much that needs to be unpacked around the idea of sleep, making sure that your bedroom is a good place for you to get some sleep, building a nighttime routine. And I'm gonna go into detail in some of these with you over the coming episodes. You know, using those things like that pillow mist that I mentioned that I've linked in the show notes for you to help you to be building a really healthy, good bedtime routine so that you get quality sleep. Talking about taking breaks during the day, like how are you going to fit that in? What does that look like? Like I want to help and support you to find the actual practical ways of doing this rather than me just saying, hey, you need to do this because you do need to do it. You know that you need to do it, but it's actually how are we going to unpack that and what are we going to do with that? And then the third point was quite a big one about getting help and asking for help and building routines in your family so that you are not the only person who's doing the work. And I promise you, my friend, like I'm going to unpack some of these things, these bigger topics over the coming weeks and coming episodes in this podcast. But in the meantime, I really encourage you, if you're struggling with any of these things, like perhaps you are not getting enough sleep and you don't know how to improve your sleep, you don't know how to maybe build a good bedtime routine, maybe you are trying to figure out how you can get those around you to help and support you. Well, book yourself a one-to-one coaching session with me because I can help you unpack your schedule, figure out what it is that's challenging you, that feels overwhelming, and then we're going to rework things and you will come away from that call with a real plan of how to move the needle forward and where you can find your rest and ultimately take back control of your time and feel more peace. As well as the one-to-one coaching call, you will also get the downloadable versions of my She Rises Planner and also my Fitness Planner as well. So the link to book your coaching call is in the show notes. And wherever you are in the world, those calls are open to you. We can work together to find a time that fits. Have an amazing day, my friend. Have an amazing week. And I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode.